0: guys this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs so before we dive in I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign sometimes people ask you know why your rising sign Um, and this is because it will determine the house placements however over the years I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well so I highly recommend that The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level. That will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole notion template that you can purchase down below. And I've listed next to each and every transit. Kind of the energy of what you can expect so if you want to for example choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead then i highly recommend checking that out it took me a super long time to create i went through hand by hand day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day, the major transits, and what we might feel. So I highly recommend taking advantage of that. I'm going to have it at a really, really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect. And I also included charts for every new and full moon. So you can see all of the aspects themselves. And then you can also kind of follow along with me when I do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons. You'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand, maybe make some predictions if you're learn- learning astrology. And of course, if you want to learn astrology with me, I also have a course, Astrology 101, that I've been adding lots of content to. And it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself, your purpose, and what's coming up for you in the year. So if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology, definitely check that out down below. Um, Soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop, webinar-style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right. So how I'm forecasting these videos is by looking at the slowest outer moving planets first and then getting more granular down to the faster moving planets or specific days, for example, for the eclipses. All right. So up first, we have my beautiful Aries. So for you guys, this is going to be a really big year. Well, for all of us, it's going to be a big year. And one of the reasons is because Pluto is finally moving out of the sign of Capricorn. And it's not for the entire year. It is going to dip back into the sign of Capricorn, but it will finally stay in the sign of Aquarius or move and stay in the sign of Aquarius in January 2024 for the next 20 years. So we're going to get a preview of what those next 20 years are going to be like from March 23rd to June 11th of 2023, when Pluto first kind of dips its toe into the sign of Aquarius. It has been in your 10th house in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. So if you can imagine for this entire period of time, which I believe is 15 years, you guys have been going through a massive transformation within the area of your career, your legacy, your place in the world. And that doesn't mean that you're meant to have this area of your life all figured out, But it is likely that there are ways in which you were questioned more on a soul level about what you are here for as a person. There may be ways in which you have been encountering conflicts with authority figures in order to feel like you are owning your own power or believing in yourself and what you have the potential to lead others to or to achieve out in the world in your life. So that's kind of been this whole 15 year long journey for you. Now it's shifting into the area of friends in your chart. So now the next 20 years is about how do I feel like I belong? How do I take my ability to make an impact and translate that into a community? How do I bring the sense of equality to more people? How do I feel like I am able to meet up with people of similar interests and create something really beautiful for the world. The 11th house is also about our long-term dreams and goals and where we see ourselves coming up. So you might notice that actually when Pluto shifts into the 11th house on March 23rd, or even a little bit before, because we'll start to feel its energy approach, you might start to feel like you are thinking more long-term or maybe changing your perspective on the way that you thought about things. And Pluto is so slow. It's not necessarily something that we're going to see in the moment, but often when we look back on these years of our life, we'll realize how much we shifted in terms of our friendship groups, what we thought about people, what we wanted in life, what we did for the world. And so that's kind of going to be your next 20-year journey, which is a really big deal you guys also are going to experience Saturn moving into Pisces in your 12th house. This is happening on March 7th. So up until now, Saturn has been in its home sign of Aquarius. It has been enjoying itself by um, kind of limiting free speech or making us feel like Just having issues basically with internet and things of that nature. And now it's moving into your 12th house. So it's finally moving from the area of friendships in your chart to the area of endings. And I definitely see some endings for you guys. So if you have been challenged in the area of friends, you might start to see that that feels a lot lighter. That feels a lot easier. You might feel less isolated. Less effort has to go into that area of your life. You feel less alone. You've really come to terms with who you are within a, within your current friend group. And I feel like you guys have learned a lot about yourself in that process and how you relate to people within the world. Now Saturn moving into the 12th is a lot about how we trust life and can lean into the process of the cycles of life. And usually in order to facilitate that trust, we do go through processes of decay. And I do think you will also build up, but there has to be some decay, some end in order to create energy for the buildup and for the new. And I pulled the tower card as one of your cards for this year. So again, this is a lot about having These kind of secure and known foundations of your life questioned and Saturn is a planet of foundations and the 12th house is the house where things start to kind of decompose, where they start to go offline out of sight and become almost a more internal process. So you are learning now to take whatever has been your external foundation and build it within yourself in a really strong and beautiful way. And as a result of this year, you're going to have this kind of Empress moment. And I don't know if this is going to be this year per se or in the years to come, but the Empress is a card that I pulled out along with the tower. And it felt like it wanted to come with it as an afterthought of, Whatever you are letting go of is is going to eventually birth into this other thing. And the empress is somebody who feels that there's so much luxury in life. She knows she's going to be taken care of. She trusts that the universe has her back. She is willing to work hard, but she knows her worth. So she doesn't overwork and she doesn't kind of overextend herself too much. And I feel like you guys are going to be really um in many ways understanding how much you are connected to support from the universe and support from others and one of the reasons i say that is because you're also having jupiter move into your first house until may 16th so it's kind of been in this area a little bit last year as well so you might have gotten a taste of what it feels like to be kind of expansive and attracting opportunities and growing significantly as a person, maybe feeling like you are more aligned with your purpose or like you're taking care of yourself in a more realistic and um, better way. And so I think that you guys are really going to start to see how when Saturn is moving into the 12th and Jupiter into your first, you are letting go of an old version of yourself and rebuilding this new version of yourself in a really really strong manner. And I pulled cards for what are they going to be like before and then after this year. And the card that I pulled before was this fish card. And really what I got from it was like a very scattered energy and almost like driven by anxiety, worry, fear, following the crowd, being uncertain of one's identity, one's purpose, one's uniqueness. This is especially true because Chiron is moving through your sign. So there's a lot around questioning your sense of self and your individuality that's been happening for a while now. And so I think that there are undercurrents of this, not that you're always like that, but there are undercurrents of this that are kind of pushing you and driving you out in the world. And I asked what you get as a result of this year and I got the deer. So the deer does still have a little bit of fear when they're moving around, um, but I feel like the deer has this elegance and a grace and a simplicity and a groundedness as well. And it doesn't feel like the fish. The fish has this kind of jolting, high movement, worried type energy. The deer is extremely calm. The deer knows that, yes, there are certain threats and I will run when I see it. But when there's not a threat around, I can just be in this present moment. I can just enjoy this nature in this period of time. And that's the kind of energy I get from these specific cards. So I feel like Saturn moving through your 12th is allowing you guys to let go, to let go some of that pressure that you're putting on yourselves. And with Jupiter moving in the first, I feel like you're gonna be more driven by inspiration and divine connection and support and growth and expansion which are all going to be these really positive motivators that I think will help you eliminate some of that feeling of stress or worry or kind of doing a lot um, with within yourself and within your life. And I also pulled this longevity card. I feel like this longevity card is really trying to say that you guys are going to experience these changes. Um, in a way that's going to impact you for the rest of your life. So these are not some things that, hey, this year you do pretty good and and congratulations. No, this is a feeling of I've make, I've made these really massive changes to myself on a soul level and it's going to carry forward for my life. And one of the other reasons I say that is because Jupiter moving through your first house this year is a really significant support from the universe and life altering Um, transit that only happens every 12 years. So this is not some insignificant thing. This is a really big moment for you to shine this year. And this is a time, honestly, when entrepreneurship, I think, will come alive when your bravery, your courage um, to move through transitions and changes and fluctuations of life that's natural um, will really come online and shine as a really prominent feature of what is needed from society. And so I think you guys are going to grow so much as a person this year, and it's going to, again, really carry you forward. And then after that, Taurus, uh, Jupiter is going to move into the sign of Taurus after May 16th. So this is going to be an opportunity for you guys to expand on your finances. So like the first half of the year, it's how do I become the version of myself? That is calm, cool, collected under control, and then trusting that the universe will have my back. And that's part of what helps you create that sense of calm and just working on yourself internally. Then the second half of the year is, okay, now how can I go and make something of myself financially? How can I create lasting security? Maybe the market will shift and you feel the need and the desire to start putting your financial life into your own hands in some ways. Maybe you want to take on a side gig or do a different kind of job. Maybe you develop a new skill. There are lots of doors opening here for you and a lot of potential for growth within your financial sector that again can last you into longevity. So if you make certain decisions now about how to manage your finances and not just manage them but really make more of them um kind of really putting on an emphasis on growth and increase you will see that that pays off for you in the long run so um i think saturn in the 12th can have you kind of question how you've managed things and and how the foundations have been laid in many different areas of your life but then jupiter is like how can we improve how can we increase how can we expand how can we do more and so that's going to hit your personal life and this um, financial sector of your life the nodes will also be in taurus and scorpio this next year as they have been in 2022 and they're going to be there until july 12th so this is again along your second and eighth house axis so i think that many of you guys um, with this page of pentacles are going to have um kind of some insights that you might be drawn to throughout the this year or until July, where you are in some ways being asked like, what are some new projects that I can begin to make myself feel more secure within my life? And this could be within your confidence. This could be within how you value yourself, but it could also be very practical of having a job and things of that nature. But then after July 12th, the North node will shift into your first house, into your sign. So this is when you are being very much supported to go out and get the things that you kind of started to think about this last year. It's not just about how to create security now. When the North node moves into your sign, it's about how to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And so this will be really beautiful. Because after having Jupiter in your first house, you've already kind of started to see these doors open, these ideas expand, these opportunities that you can act on. And then when the north node shifts there, it's asking you to go full send if you haven't already. Or it's giving you even more of this kind of divine um, inspiration, divine push to continue to go in that direction. So you have a lot of growth support this year as well as decay happening you have this really interesting kind of dichotomy and i say the decay because obviously saturn the 12th the tower card and also this unknown card there's quite a bit about this year that has this feeling of being uncertain or unknown um, and that's more so because you are headed in a totally different direction. So you're kind of at this crossroads where you're leaving your old life, you're headed to the new, but you don't know what to take with you yet. You don't know even fully where you're going or what it's going to look like. You're not fully prepared. And I think that's the cool and exciting part is that you're making a new version of yourself. So I think that this year is going to be very positive for you in that sense. You guys also have, um, let's see. So one of the other major transits I wanted to talk about was Mars moving to the sign of Gemini. And that's because it's been happening for so long and will continue to be moving to the sign of Gemini until March. So this is in your third house. So you guys might have felt like the last half of 2022 and the first half of 2023 or the first quarter are just very busy. You guys might have like a lot on your plate. You might be a lot more of this kind of fish energy, where there's a little bit more anxiety, restlessness, busyness, Um, and it can create that sense of worry. So you might start to feel like after March, things calm down a little bit. Things kind of let up in terms of that really intense active energy. Another thing I wanted to talk about was Venus retrograde. So it's always a very unpleasant time, and it happens I think every year and a half so it's not something that we even experience every year. So we do really, really feel it when Venus does go retrograde. So for you guys, Venus is retrograding from July 23rd to September 4th in Leo in your fifth house. So from these days in July and September, it's your time to reflect a little bit more on your sense of self-worth, on your sense of creativity, and most importantly about what makes me unique. How do I value myself and my unique gifts? And how do I bring those out into the world? Either in a creative and fun, expressive way or in a practical and useful way, that's really gonna depend on your chart. But regardless, how do I feel like my soul is fully being expressed? And those are some big questions that you might ask yourself. You might also, if you're in the dating scene, you might also be wondering, you know, do I still want to choose this type of partner? I always kind of went for this person or, you know, had these certain standards or things on my list and now I don't really know if that suits me. Now I'm not really sure if this is in my best interest. And so you might start to question how you show up in your love life and not for Not necessarily for um, people who have long term relationships, but it's more so like the dating and the creative energy and like sexual energy behind dating. So if you are kind of um, feeling like you're lacking that within a long term partnership, that that can be analyzed as well. So it's not necessarily like your bond with that person, but how do I show up and date them? How do I show up and have a good intimate relationship with them? Or if you are just like on dating apps, kind of what I was saying earlier, the other big area that this could be is if you have your own personal business or your own um, or kids in your life. So those areas of your life could be called into question, like, do I want to have kids? I always said I didn't want to. Or if you already have kids, like what, you know, what new ways should I really parent? Because I feel like something that I'm doing right now isn't currently working. And so Venus retrograde is really having us analyze our creative, our val, our creative side, our value and our relationships and call it into question. And for you being in the fifth house, those are the particular topics in which you're going to start asking those important questions that every year and a half, we all ask ourselves about what it is that we're actually trying to create out in this world. And if what we're doing is working. The last thing that I'll talk about, um, well, actually, let me really quick before that. I did want to let you guys know that all planets are going to be direct from January 22nd to April 21st. So this is a rare period of the year in which all of our energy is moving forward. So if you are trying to um, study something, launch something, basically make progress on something that you have not touched or done before, this is a great time for new things. This is a great time to see that things are going to be expedited and have a lot more momentum than other times of the year. So definitely remember that and write those dates down. Lastly, um, we have four eclipses for you guys. The first is on April 20th. We have a solar eclipse happening in your sign, in your first house. So I'm not going to go super into detail because I'm going to cover these in another video, but I will just briefly mention that having an eclipse in your first house is going to make a significant change in your life. And this is a really big year for you in general. You're having the North Node in your first house. You're having Jupiter in your first house. You're having eclipses there. So you guys are getting the opportunity to get a lot more downloads from the universe about who you were supposed to be in this lifetime. Every time we have an eclipse in a really significant area, first, seventh, fourth, tenth area, uh, or houses in, in our chart, we will get that that mission kind of dropping down of this is who you were meant to be. This is the thing that you were meant to do. This is a relationship you were meant to have. This is a person you were meant to meet. This is a circumstance you're meant to experience. And so when you have it in your first house, it's not just like some passing moment. It's something that will affect the entire direction of your life. And so get really excited for that one, guys, April 20th. May 5th, you're having a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the 8th house. This could be more of a time of letting go, releasing. It could feel um, sometimes a little bit more emotionally triggering as well. And we'll talk about that more in detail later. October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in your seventh house. So this is a time in which you might find some new relationships, a new partnership, somebody coming in that can benefit your life in a significant way and impact you or get new clients if you work one-on-one with people. And then lastly, we have a lunar eclipse happening in the second house in the sign of Taurus on October 28th. So this is a time when you could have um, a lot more realizations about your financial life your financial literacy how you feel about your own self-worth your value and things of that nature and again we'll cover that when we get to eclipses when they are getting closer so that is what i'm seeing for you aries if you enjoyed this please like and comment down below if you want an astrology reading from me check me out at willsboom.com if you want to learn astrology with me check me out down below as well astrology 101 And don't forget to buy that notion template if you are interested in looking at all of the transits for the year and my energy breakdown of what you can expect for them. So I hope to see you guys in the new year on my channel and I hope you have a good one. Bye.